My name is Shadela, and I'm your host. In this podcast, you can look forward to hearing all the faith-based conversations, reactions, and feedbacks to today's media and world while seeing what the Bible has to say about it, and encouragement that I pray you'll find edifying for your walk and give you a fire for the truth of His Word. So with that being said, let's get into today's episode. Hey, and welcome back to the show. Welcome to the show. Um, this show has been such a such a blessing to me of allowing a space where I could just speak about the Lord and share all the Lord has taught me and just share my seasons and transparency with you guys. And if you've been a constant listener of this show, you can um, obviously see how the previous episodes are gone. (laughs) Um, I had been thinking about this for a while as to if I even wanted to continue this podcast but I my podcast is like my child I love to just feed it and and teach it and I just love it it's it's my baby to me and it's part of the ministry the online ministry per se of what I've allowed the Lord to build through me and I took it upon myself to come on to social media this morning um on this fine beautiful day in september (laughs) i took to instagram stories about my constant um and most recent struggle when it's come to the church and going through that church hurt again but this time being in a space to where i'm at a draw as into i don't even know if i want to continue online ministry or anything like that um my page is um a little bit known for its um threads where I just I, I go in with my threads I really do be typing up essays and <laughs> everything like that but all because I just share such a passion for the Lord and the things of the Lord and just especially what he does in my life and my story and my walk may not be yours but you could be going through the same thing and so I share that through my threads my um Twitter threads that I bring onto Instagram and um reels here and there for a short message so I just I love what I do but as I continued what I was doing it began to get tiring it began to not have such a motivation and a passion growing me to continue it and I still did there were nights that I would stay up till my eyes turned red from making content and making threads because I didn't want it to be for the gratification of my flesh or for what I was able to do in my own strength or just for me but for the glorification of God and so he would place these things on my heart to talk about and everything and I worked so hard at my content and the content and everything like that still still just just going going at it and the passion I had and the motivation I had just kept me going and then more and more down the line I just got so tired because 
I just wanted these messages, these spirit-led messages, these revelations that I had had to just be shared. I wanted everybody to know. It's kind of just like how you get that, you know how you get that feeling when you first come to Christ and it's like, you want to tell everybody and their mom about Jesus. It's like, that's the passion that I had when it came to my content. So when it came to the point where it's like, I'm talking about things that aren't so popular in the online Christian community and Christianity as a whole. It's like I was getting turned down at like sharing and liking and engaging with content is such a it's a big factor, especially when you're a content creator. It doesn't matter what kind you are. It is truly, truly a a big thing because of the Instagram algorithm and you want to be able to share these things and people to reach it. And whether it's people in Christ or people of the world, no matter what it could be, you just want people to be able to find that content, interact on that content and let it be something that blesses them essentially. And so when my engagement started going down and people started swiping up and people started sending me messages about how you know I should just be creating just strictly Christian content and I should just be teaching and doing threads and doing this and doing that all just like basically telling me like if it doesn't have anything to do with God you don't need to be posting it because you're a Christian content creator and this isn't very Christian of you and so It just brought me back to all those hard nights and everything where I stayed up and I slaved away to make this content because the Lord told me, but it wasn't enough. It wasn't enough for the Christian community. And then I was getting judged. I was getting judged for it. And so it brought hurt onto me. And even down to where I wanted to further bring out this message that I had been doing throughout the content. I made Christian merchandise, had a whole whole online merchandise store that the Lord led me to do. In addition to people just saying, oh, Shadeli, you should make an online merchandise store. You should make merch. I'm going to buy it. I'm going to support it. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And when I went to make this online store with the money I did not have. I go and I do this and then barely anybody shares, barely anyone supports because I understand that financially not everybody has it, but we are called to give as the body of Christ and giving ain't always giving money. Giving could simply be sharing that post. Giving could simply be uploading this post to your social media site, to put this on your blog, to tell your mom about it, to tell your friends about it, to tell your cousins about it. That is simply giving, sharing. It doesn't always have to be money, nor did I ask for money. And I didn't do the things I did for money. I genuinely wanted somebody to receive that word because unlike other merchandise stores in the Christian community, I go beyond Jesus loves you because the world already know that. Or they also say that that's not essentially true because why would God do this and why would God do that? But they know this common phrase and this common thing that we say to them 
as the church. Jesus loves you. But that's been played out to them. So there's different ways to reach them. Different ways to get them into asking questions that you can then go and plant the seed. And that's all what my merchandise uh, store is about. And so in a time where I was unemployed because the Lord told me, you do not work for man, but you work for me. In a time where I was struggling financially, pension and pension off of my guardian whom didn't have it either i was just relying on the lord to supply each and every one of my needs according to his riches and glories philippians 419 was a verse that i held so close to my heart for seven months of struggling financially not relying on my merchandise to pay my bills not relying on soul seeds to pay my bills but I relied on the Lord and the Lord was telling me how he would provide and when which he did, there would be times people would sow a seed and it would be right before my next phone bill is due and it'd be the exact amount of money that I needed. That was the Lord. I never asked for money. I never asked for anything. But the people that were in the body of Christ who said they had me, they'd support me, they'd share, yet did not do any of the above. And yet they knew my financial situation. They had to give and did not. I seen the same people say that they didn't have it. Yet I see on your story buying these worldly things, these expensive things, taping, taking trips and vacations and boasting and all these things but yet you don't sow what you have to the people that are in need and to things that give glory to God and it made me raise my eyebrow at the church do y'all really love and give when you have and then when I'd find myself being down not having community because I don't have online community it's hard for me to even get to the church that I attend because it's so far and not having the money to even put gas in my car to go. I wouldn't be able to go to church and people would know this and there would be people that give and I'm not coming against those people because Lord knows I'm so grateful for those miracles to where someone sent me gas money one day because I did not have a way to church. And I just wanted to go to church. Ain't nothing like going to church in person. You can watch online, but it's like it's so much different going in person. And people knowing this situation still didn't give and had to give. They said they'd pray for me and really didn't. Like I found myself in a drought and then when I was emotionally unstable and not really having anybody to rely on because it had already showed me that I can't I can't come to y'all for moral support I can't come to y'all for prayer because nobody's actually praying and so I found myself just deeper and deeper in this drought deeper and deeper of not wanting anything to do with the church and yet I still progress and see nobody really knows this was going on behind the scenes nobody really know and the people that did know really didn't do much but i'd see them give to other ministries that were well able well stable and yet they weren't preaching the gospel that i was preaching so it made me question that 
Y'all support the things that are gratification to self, but you won't support the things that are sent out to be glorification to the father. And then that's when I started disappearing from my page. I tried to get into the space with the Lord and I said, well, maybe I just need to be myself. Maybe, you know, maybe I can just share some interest, help in that way, because I'm a person that loves to help and loves to give. Even if I don't have nothing to give, I will still give because I'm not selfish of myself and hold the things for myself, but I'll prepare things for others first before I do it for myself with discernment, with discernment. And when the Lord says, and I just give and give and it got to a point where I'm tired of giving and not receiving. There comes a line. I gave till I couldn't no more. I gave my time. I gave my energy. I gave my all for the Lord. I gave my all to where I couldn't give no more. All the oil. All my time in praying for people that wouldn't pray for me. I gave till my cup ran empty. And it still wasn't enough. And then when I drew, withdrew myself from what was draining me. Now everybody looks at me as if I've left the faith when I'm just trying to get back right with the Lord. I'm just trying to allow him to fill me back up from where I've given and can't do it no more. And still having that judgment fall upon me is hard when you're trying to heal. It make it harder when you're trying to understand. It makes it harder when you're trying to just build yourself back up with the Lord. It makes it harder. And so I just find myself in a place torn in between the two. Like I know what the Lord has said and best believe I'm going to do that to the best of my ability. Because just like Paul said in Galatians, he said, if I was a servant of man, I wouldn't be a servant of God. I'm here to please God and all he leads me to do with such boldness, passion and transparency, because that that leads to revival for people and that leads for healing for people because the church has made it such a mission to create this facade and this fake image of this walk this faith walk that ain't no cake walk i don't want to see it no more and i know there's other members in the body of christ that don't want to see it no more but want to see it for what it is because it's the same people that demonize everything they themselves was hold a demon with side inside of them you notice the same people that's always pinpointing 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 at everybody else but themselves because they went and tried to take the beam of wood out of somebody else's eyes before they take it out of their own Whew. why is it that we do this well, we have to look at our heart because that's what God looks at. 
He looks at the heart. And he already know what lies within your heart because the things that come out of your mouth stems first from your heart. How deep is that darkness? How deep is it? How deep is it? And as I open my eyes more into seeing what this is truly about and allowing the Lord to reveal so much, it brings me to tears because I love those same people with the love of Christ. Jesus loved all. And we as the body of Christ need to learn to imitate that because Ephesians 5 1 says, therefore, be imitators of God, beloved children. Jesus even said in the book of Matthew how those that would enter into the kingdom would be as such as these children, that we would have childlike faith. Those of such shall enter. We don't have love. We don't have faith. Most of us. But we expect ourselves to enter in to the house of the Lord, the place in which he has prepared. He has prepared a place, prepared a room so that where he goes there, we may be also. But we expect to get in. Withholding a condemnation and a judgmental attitude towards the lost and towards those that genuinely need to be loved and comforted with the love of Christ that ought to be beaming out of you. But we expect that. We spend so much time. Searching the scriptures like the Pharisees and just like the religious people. They search the scriptures and think they have salvation in it. Jesus said that. You search the scriptures thinking that you have salvation in it. Jesus is the scripture and yet we don't search him. We don't search the attributes of him. We don't try to imitate them. We go and we read a holy book, a a book inspired, inspired by the Holy Spirit that was beaming through those people. We go and we read a holy book without the spirit itself within us, without the spirit leading us. We go and we read a holy book, a holy inspired scriptural book. All scripture is breathed out by God, profitable for teaching, reproof of correction and training and righteousness. But we read it with no unction and no leading of the Holy Spirit, who is indeed the spirit of truth. That he may lead us into all truth. And when we go in and we read this book. With no Holy Spirit, with no understanding of God. And we lead ourselves into deception and destruction with our own understanding. It leads to these these man-made theologies and these traditions and these customs that ain't even biblically said in context, ain't even biblically accurate. 
which leads to us taking what we've been taught to believe and pressing it onto others. Taking our personal convictions and pressing it onto others. Which leads no room for that individual to come to know the Lord for themselves, but to know of him through somebody that don't even know him. The church need to get it together. The church needs to get it together. I'm a whole believer, a whole believer in the Lord. I'm not even from the outside looking in. I'm on the inside saying that the church needs to get it together. We are pushing people away. We are pushing people away. We're supposed to be allowing the Holy Spirit in us to gravitate people in. That God would bring the growth, not us. That we would just be servants of the Lord, testify of the gospel, plant the seeds and allow the Holy Spirit to work through it that it may touch and pierce their hearts. We can't make nobody change. Much as we could say, we say the things we say with love. And we say the things we say because it is written. But yet we have not gone any further into trying to reach them where they at. To try to understand as to why they've turned to sin as a means of coping and to find peace. But we expect them to just hear what we say and take heed to it. But we don't lovingly come to them. And try to meet them where they at. Some of us dissociate ourselves from the laws. Because they're so filthy. Is what I once heard. They're so filthy. They're so disgusting. And what are you? And what are you? Because what were you before you came to Christ? Before you were made clean? Before you were made whole? What were you? Because sometimes... We forget about our testimony. We forget about where God has brought us from. And we get this sense of self-righteousness. And we look down on those that may be at their lowest points thinking that we are God. Thinking that we are the ones that ought to sit high and look low. When you yourself are just a human and just as filthy as them. Because you ain't been made perfect yet. Because there is still a work, just like Philippians 1.6 says, that he has, that has begun a good work shall continuously work on you. He shall continuously keep doing that work and working in you until the day he comes back. You are not made perfect yet. So why you be in this body? This body that we will fight against till the day we die. We will fight against our flesh. We will fight against it all until the day we die. You still, you still are not perfect. And if you ain't perfect, you have no right to talk down on somebody that's just as not perfect as you. It's time to get right, church. And there's still going to be people 
that's going to choose that broad path. We think that broad path is just for the unbeliever. Uh Uh-uh. Even the elect will be deceived. That broad road, that broad road that believers, all they want to do is condemn and judge and do the same little script that they have. The more you lead yourself down that broad path, the more you do that and the farther you get away from the Lord, that's a dangerous place to be in because that's what the enemy does. The book of John says the enemy comes to kill, steal, and to destroy. It's it's crazy how the enemy will take something that we also are passionate about. Or something that we take an interest in. Something that we think is something that we should act on and be good about. In this case, the things of the Lord. How he will take something like that, twist it. Because this is what religious people do. They twist the word of God to their own understanding. They take an interest in it in some type of way, shape, or form. But the enemy has came and deceived them and twisted it. And these people would take these things, think they're doing God's will because the enemy has came and perverted it. And they still end up going to hell. And they still end up going to hell because they allow the enemy to take something that they think are doing in the right way. They think they're doing for the Lord, but instead they are serving the enemy. Because they take no part in Jesus himself and what Jesus taught. They don't build a house on Jesus Because people that don't listen to the word of God, they aren't from God. Scripture tells us that. And if you're not listening to the word of God, that means you're not building up on the word of God. And just like Matthew chapter 7 says, Jesus says, the one that builds and hear these words of mine and build their house up on it will build their house on the rock. The storm will come. Everything, all of that will come. Winds will blow. And that house will still be standing. But any of those that don't listen to my words and build their house on the sand, the wind will blow, the rains will come, and that house will come plummeting. Build your house up on Jesus. Build your house up on Jesus. Not what the next Christian content creator that don't know Jesus has said. Not on the money hungry pastor that just preaching a good word that is tickling to the ears, turning you away from the true gospel has said. Build it on Jesus. The only way you're going to build your house up on Jesus is if you know him. Build your house on Jesus. And that when somebody is speaking, you would test the words of that person. You would test the spirit. You would test their actions because everybody that's talking about Jesus ain't really about him. Because the Bible wouldn't say in 1 John 4, 1, beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirit to see whether they are from God. For false, false prophets have gone out into the world. It wouldn't say that if it was so. That people would come in the name of him. 
but be sent from the devil himself. Take everything, everything that anybody says and you line that thing up to the word of God in context because the word of God ain't supposed to line up to them. They supposed to be lining up to the word of God. Church, you need to get it together. Church, you need to learn how to love. You won't know what love is till you know who God is. Church, you can't find salvation in the scriptures, but you find it in the Lord who is indeed the scriptures. We can read a book all day, but what's it to us if we don't have a relationship with Jesus himself? Church, you need to get it together. We are pushing people away. People are falling away. Church, y'all are hurting people. Y'all are hurting your fellow brothers and sisters in Christ that are really just out here trying to please God. But because it doesn't correlate to what you done believed and what you done made yourself to be true, but ain't biblically accurate or in context to the word of God. You hurting them. Church, you need to get it together. Church, you need to give more to the things that glorify God and not to the worldly person that's going to take that money and use it for their sin. Church, you actually need to come together and pray for people. Church, you need to actually be supportive of what your brothers and sisters in Christ are doing for the glory of God. Church, you need to listen to the unbeliever and listen and use your spiritual discernment so that you can reach them by the Holy Spirit that you have access to, but you've turned him down because of your carnality. Church, 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 get yourselves together and examine yourself. Because this has got to stop. Let those who have ears not just hear, but listen. Listen. Church, listen. Just listen. And that's honestly in a nutshell. In a nutshell, why I honestly feel myself drifting? Because the church needs some work and it won't get done until we allow Jesus to be the center of it. We need Jesus more than we know. What a gracious God we have to send Jesus down to die on a cross for our sins. To allow us to gain access to him through the sun. That's love. I just want to love people. I want to stand for the truth. 
with biblical context of what the word of God says. Not what the next theologian has said who carries a Pharisee spirit. Get right. Get right or get left. Because you won't be on the train to heaven if you don't get it right. I just pray that this message would help somebody and that this be the start. This be the, be a start that really just makes a difference. That it wouldn't be something that the next influencer is just saying to say. But that they care about people's souls. Care where people go. Who actually passionately up in this to really help people. Help them through the course of life. To be of a support. Where are those people really at? We've made Jesus into a trend. We've made him into, uh, I don't know, a, a niche. We need, the people need help. And they need Jesus. And you have the answer and yet you take the time out to selfishly spoil it on yourself in a way that ain't even in context, bruh. Gotta do better. So I just pray y'all just have a blessed day, a blessed night, a blessed evening. And that everything that was said be all glory unto God, Elohim, the living God. And I just want to say a quick prayer ending us out. Because, man, God is so good, y'all. He is genuinely so good but i'm just gonna cut into a short short little break and when we come back we're just gonna end off in prayer so we'll be right back after the break Take all of your burdens 
discuss that we will be ending off in prayer i'm just praying that just the lord the holy spirit work through this episode it's something that i really been wanting to talk about and really just get off my chest and you know i know i may not have the link in the bio anymore and everything like that but I do still have my merchandise store up if you'd like to take a look. If you don't have to give, you don't even have to worry about that. Simply sharing because I really want um, the things that I gain from this to pour right back into the ministry and to be able to pour into others and can be a help to me so that I can continue doing ministry and if you're hearing this right now I have decided that I will keep doing online ministry I just was feeling I never said I was gonna stop I was just at a drawn like I really just wanted to stop. I was getting at the end, but it's amazing how the strength of God comes in. He pulls us right back out. He knocks some sense into us. And I know that I got to keep doing what the Lord done said. Um, maybe taking a break, but we know that breaks are necessary and are deed, they are indeed healthy. So, yeah, I do have the online merchandise store. You can check that out at onfireforgodmerch.bitcartel.com. 
um and you can check out the instagram page on fire for god merch and that is linked into my instagram bio my instagram will be um linked in today's episode i had to think (laughs) i have changed up a lot on the platforms and everything and whatnot but you as long as you can get to my instagram you can find the merch and everything else that i pray to be bringing back soon like the coaching sessions that is and everything like that so just praying us out heavenly father thank you for allowing us to be here today to see another beautiful day night evening wherever we are present listening to this message we thank you for your holy spirit the spirit of truth just leading us into all things in regards to you in the right way thank you for the piercing and oppression pressing of your word just being brought towards our heart and slicing out the things that are not like you we thank you for your holy word and we thank you for your holy spirit once more Thank you for moving in today's episode. And we just pray for those that are may be in Christ and yet are still lost. That they've turned their eyes away from you and centered it on religion. Lord, we ask that the veil that the enemy has placed over their eyes will be torn right now in the name of Jesus. Praying that hearts be pierced today. That everybody here will be, uh, just allow themselves to look at their heart posture and look at how they represent Christ and look at do they know the Lord or do they post to just know of him and I pray that everyone here will continue to grow in their relationship with you Lord because you Jesus is the way to the father your word says in John 14 6 Jesus answered I am the way the truth and the life and no man can come to the father except through me so we just want to thank you when we come against that Pharisee religious spirit right now in the name of Jesus Lord may you cast that spirit out right now in Jesus name in Jesus name may they feel your holy spirit on them right now in the mighty name of jesus and forgive them for the wrong that they have done may you continuously press in their heart and continuously open their eyes to the truth and which is you holy god we thank you and we just seal this prayer in the mighty mighty matchless name of jesus and also adding on that those that have interests and hobbies and passions outside of you may they take that interest that hobby that passion and use it for the glory of you oh god and may they be wise as serpents and gentle as doves for you are sending us out as sheep among wolves and may they just be wise about how they minister to the lost and may the holy spirit guide each and every one of their words in the name of jesus we pray amen and amen thanks for tuning in to today's episode don't forget to rate this show and turn on the bell notification so that you don't miss when i upload a new episode follow me on social media my social media will be linked in today's episode description and until next time god bless and thank you for tuning in to day talks podcast